Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora. Kia ora. It's still New Zealand Music Month. Hey, I was actually expecting you to change the intro because... Um, Oh, because you were like, does the intro make any sense? I don't think it does, but I decided we need to do a retreat. So this is a telling our bosses we're going to be applying to leave. I think we should do a kick-ons retreat and like go somewhere for a week, like why can I, for example, and (laughs) just like just think and and change things. Okay. Yeah. So. Two things: if we, you and I, go to why can I for a retreat? Yeah. To to like grow. Yeah. We're just going to be friends. I know. But we'll carve out time. What, okay. Seven days? Yeah, I love that show. And that song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have to quickly say that Jason's song, mm. You Rescued Me, oh my God, I couldn't remember it for one second then, is out now on Spotify, Apple, Which you everywhere. can actually buy. Did you know you can buy songs off Apple Music still? Like, yeah. One, oh, it costs $1.79. Well, so is iTunes and Apple Music different? That we will ask Steve when we go to heaven. Who's Steve? Jobs. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, congratulations Thank on you your so song much. being out, Thank and you. everyone stream it, please. Yeah. Um, New Zealand Music Month. How are we doing? Exhausted it's in the ex- best way yeah. possible. It's- we have been literally kids. We have been yeah. sometimes to four gigs a week. <laughs> sometimes. Oh, no, it was two in one night. Yeah, two and one of them wasn't a New Zealander, so. Yeah. yeah it's all good. Lives in Wellington now, though. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Alison. <laughs> Maybe call you Alison one day. <laughs> but the party's still going. We might even kick off. I mean, it's, we say it's always New Zealand Music Month in our house. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's not over at the end of May. But... I just realized our guest is literally dressed like New Zealand Music Month. <gasps> oh, <laughs> New Zealand Music Month. Colors. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Well, we better quickly tell the listeners <laughs> who's here. Our guest today is a Wellington-based sister and is one to watch in 2021. His blend of poetry and pop has us crying in the club, and his proud queerness is absolutely refreshing in New Zealand's current music scene. We are officially big cat people. <laughs> Please welcome to Kick Ons, Jack Panther. Kia ora. Welcome to Kick Ons. Can you tell that I did not write that? <laughs> it was iconic. Big cat people. Thank yeah, you, Jason. Right. That is a first. Uh, originally, I had a whole bit about like me looking like Tiger King and it like not being a tiger in the house. Panther, <laughs> but like, I just. <laughs> Why did I not make the cut? I don't know. It's because I feel embarrassed. Just so I was like, we're gonna knock that one out. But we, Jack, Jack, big cat people. We are big cat big people. Cat is Jack people. Panther on your birth certificate, or is that <laughs> a stage name? Cannot confirm. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> comment. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that was a, 
a name I came up with. It's so good. It's fun. I mean, it's cool, like, leaning into, like, a persona for it, I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah it helps um, create the moody vibe. She is moody. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to describe your music to someone. I was like, mm. sad boy, mm. <laughs> but, like, you kind of need to boogie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, literally, I need to cry, but also... Kind should of fills you for it. Should we go to the yeah. dance floor? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really gorgeous. Oh, How did you. you start Jack Panther? Um, well, I've kind of been writing since I was at fourteen, mostly poetry, like you know the real um, angsty teen kind of like coming to the crisis of like you know like hormones kicking in and yes. just like writing like oh first love stuff, um, and then yeah after that I started like playing keys so I kind of taught myself piano through that through YouTube wow just like me learning to contour <laughs> <laughs> yeah YouTube slaps yeah, the tutorials it really does. Yeah. it does back in the day like <laughs> playing Katy Perry you know like yeah all the um yes. yeah all do you the... remember the first song you played on the piano I think it could have been Katy Perry, Wide Awake. Oh, Wide Awake. I slowed it down, stripped it back. Um, I yeah. love that. It was, yeah, it was, mm, has not <laughs> aged well. <laughs> yeah, it was fun though. And then kind of through that, um, I took uh, music in year like 12. And then, um, and like a teacher of mine was like, hey, I think you should, um, here's a piano teacher and, you can write songs with him, and he can, like, teach how to produce. And wow. Yeah, wow, so I just cool. showed him my songs, and then, um, yeah, recorded my first track with him. And with your kinda, teacher? Yeah, yeah, it was really cute. At so, school? Yeah, so he put wow. me, like, forward to this um, piano teacher. Yeah, so I kind of did it with him, um, Timothy Williams. And, yeah, he's really cool. And, yeah, it kind of all kick-started from there, and I realized, yeah, I was really into it. I think it's important to have a mentor to show you that growing up, you know, otherwise I wouldn't really know how to do any of that. So, yeah, really grateful for that opportunity. Whoa, that is so lucky. We love you, Timothy Williams. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we should get him on. Yeah. <laughs> of Timothy. Yeah. And then you studied music at uni, did you? I did, or... yeah. Um, I did a year, I moved to Wellington from Auckland, and I did a year at Vic doing psychology, nice. a big party year. Um, <laughs> grades are not that great I realised that I cared more about music than psychology and so I yeah switched over my ex at the time he was doing um, the same course and he introduced me to that and then yeah I um, did three years of that at Massey and yeah kind of been going at it since so. wow there are like so many Massey kids who are just like <laughs> doing their thing so well it's a cool space for it yeah um, yeah there's a lot of people coming and already quite experienced which is crazy to see well even you like <laughs> i feel like it's rare to have like a song produced at 17 when you're not like lord or benny like oh. you were doing it yourself but it's yeah. so amazing it's cool it's it's good because therefore i feel as though i've Avoid, I'm always co-producing in the studio. I'm always very much like knowing what I want. It's just how to do it, yeah. which is really fun to kind of almost like direct the producer. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a different dynamic, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you find it hard to like not take over? 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think I found it really reassuring um, talking to Beck Runger. She explained to me Maybe how... <laughs> she explained to me how um, she produces everything herself. Just wow, crazy. Oh, that is crazy. I, like, that was like, whoa, like, she tried working with producers and it never, she never found the right one. And she was like, why don't I just do it myself? And yeah. And wow. she's iconic. She's really cool. Yeah, she is actually. There's um, a whole, like, little Instagram series where Kimbra talks about, um, yeah. like, females in producing and how there's, like, such a lack of women producers because Absolutely. it's just like, those two words don't really go together in the music industry, which is fucked up. But now she's started producing a lot of her own stuff, and it's like she's really able to find her her own sound. Yeah. Yeah, So would you, because you co-produce a lot of your stuff, um, do you ever feel like there is a a moment where you're just like, I actually need to do this myself completely? Sometimes, for sure. I'm in the recording stage at the moment, and I definitely do feel... I've started co-writing for the first time, so my wow. last project was solo written, and I took that to a producer already written, but this time I'm actually in the studio co-writing, and that is scary, being yeah. around people who you've never met, being like, hey, um, let's like write a song, and then you have to kind of direct the session, but then at the same time, you're getting thrown ideas at you, and a lot of them, you know, you, you don't like, so yeah. you're having to like find you know, your space to just be like, let me think for a second. So often I have to like leave and then like, you know, go walk on the street and just like write something down and then come back like 10 minutes later because I just need to to breathe, to wow. make it. When you're writing like yeah. that, do you feel like pressure to finish something within that session? Of course, because I guess like studio time is money, you know, and like working with a producer is money. I mean, it, I've been very lucky and fortunate in the situations I've had where I haven't had to worry about it, but... You definitely feel like you're, you know, wasting a producer's time or wasting a, another writer's time if you're just sitting there, you know, not coming up with something or wow. drawing blanks. And I think it's important to set, have something to say, you know, when you're mm. making music. So, what are you trying really... to say this time around? <laughs> 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 Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really fun stage to like decide what you want to talk about and. Um, for sure, I think I'm definitely focusing less on the sad shit and more the empowering stuff, you know, yeah. like to actually like, you know, enjoy life. You know? Yeah. 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 Do you feel, oh, you go. Oh, well, I was just going to say like how, yeah. when you go into a session with someone that you're writing with, mm. how do you like tell them everything about you in five seconds? Exactly. You know, uh, still trying to figure that one out. So if you have any tips, let me know. If anyone else has any tips, let me know. Cut the small talk. Cut the small talk. Icebreakers, yeah. Like, this is what I'm thinking at the moment. This is what I want to write about. Like, yeah. I guess that's the difference when you are, like, so in tune and sure of who you are as an artist and what you want to say and put out there, then you can get there quicker than someone walking in and being like, I just want to record a song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You kind of need to go in with something to say. Which is fun. I, I love writing stuff. Yeah. So are you working on an album currently or another EP? I'm going to loosely say a project. <laughs> <laughs> a project at the moment. TBC. Uh, yeah, TBC. Um, early days in it still, but I think we've found like the next single already, which is um, exciting. And mm. it's probably like the most moodiest. Um, and yeah, we're trying to score a particular feature at the moment. So if that... Um, that happens that'll be really cool but yeah we'll see how it goes 
Okay, well, if you're listening, please share. Any? Imagine. <laughs> 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 please. Hey, Stella. Side note on that. Her tour is going to the funniest places. Do you know what? I think that that is happening. But it's good. She, yes, one, the regions. Yeah. They need, they need art. They do. Absolutely. But, mm-hmm. like, she's she's played in Auckland and Wellington quite a lot over yeah. like, the summer yeah. with the festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Hastings what they want. Is she yeah. going to Hastings? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Must be. I think she's just... going to Napier. And like Poriroa. Poriroa, yeah. Amazing. I, my theory is that because she's signed to a really big label, I think she is probably contractually obligated to play a certain amount of tours or shows a year. Interesting. Wow. So she's like, we'll bang it out in one and we'll go to Napier. Possibly. She's um, a little yeah, this keeps it different. Yeah, have you ever done a tour? I would love to. I've I've actually haven't even played in Auckland yet. I've played a few stripped back things, but not like a a proper set. So I think once I get the new music done and then kind of work out how to do that live, that's kind of the next step. Uh, yeah. But really keen to. I mean, there's so many places I do want to go to, and like even playing a couple of like. Fun, I think shows would be quite cool. Not just doing the typical venue, but like yeah. Yeah, doing something different would be really cool. Because so. you played, you played at Sam Brand here, right? Yeah. Was that with a band? Or yeah, I played with a live wow. band. And it's really fun to play. God, playing live is really fun. And yeah, just, yeah. Like yeah, playing to an audience is really cool, and seeing like what songs they react to as well, in particular, is really fun. And trying out new songs as well, really yeah. cool. Yeah. So, what part of the new music do you not think might do you think you'd have to have, like, tracks? Or yeah, is that think, what you mean? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And, like, working out whether it's, you know, like, good to have a musician doing this. And, you know, yeah, it's, there's a lot to it, for sure. Wow. So it's got to finesse the tracks and then... Yeah. And now you don't have to do it on your own. Yeah. So exciting. It's quite weird to have days off and be like, oh, this is a day off. I don't have to stress too much yeah. today, which is really nice. It's so cool. So you recently just signed with Mankan? Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very exciting. It kind of all came very quickly. I only met Mackenzie once. And, yeah, I think she it was a songwriting session as well. It happened very spontaneously. Wow. And then from there she hit me up. So it was really cool. Were you at a stage where you thought you were ready for management and just, like, we're asking questions around how to actually make that happen. Exactly, yeah. I think there comes a point where you, you're almost struggling too much, especially around releases and around everything. And it's a lot to do on your own, especially when, you know, I'm working like 30 hours a week as well. Like, it's quite a lot to do on your own. So um, I definitely felt like I was ready, but there was such a lack of management in New Zealand. Um, mm. And then, yeah, Mackenzie started up this awesome new management. And, yeah, she approached me, and I think as well, it just kind of, it made me remember that when you do something, people are watching, you know, and that it's cool yeah. to, to feel that happen. I think as well in Wellington, there's such a scene of, like, I don't know if it's, like, underground music, but mm. everyone that's playing here are not necessarily big names, but mm. they're huge in Wellington. Yeah, absolutely. And so there's, like, lots of people vying for this mm. one thing, and it's, like, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of, Artists, yeah, they're yeah, they yeah. and they're all incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it totally depends on what I guess trajectory and what what they want to do. Yeah. Do you? I feel like your sound is very different to 
what I sort of like put in the bracket of like a Wellington sounding musician artist. Yeah. Do you like that? Must be so fun for you because you're like, hey, I'm like the different one. Can you please like put me on the stage? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is cool. I mean, yeah, I think there's there's definitely like it's good to have like a point of difference as well. I yeah. Think. Yeah, Wellington sound is quite different in that respect. But you, you do have like artists coming through like Ricky who's from Wellington as well. Yeah. Like um Crystal, who's a good friend of mine, she I mean, also is a similar kind of sound. And I think with this Massey course there are a lot more um kind of eclectic artists coming out. Mm. I think there's a lot of rock and jazz influence in the Wellington scene, mm. which is sick. Mm. And it's really cool to see some new especially female artists coming out of that as well. Yeah. So very exciting to have like different sounds coming now as well through Wellington. Yeah, Do, I just want to ask about like the messy course, mm, like yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> basic. But like, do you did you leave that program and like feel really equipped? Like I could go out. I kind of know what I'm doing, or was it like, well, I've just learned all this stuff and like now I'll figure it out. I guess totally. It wasn't the degree for me to get the degree, you know, to get the the paper <laughs> yeah but it was definitely more like the skills you'd learn so if I felt like I missed a lecture I would have felt like I missed an opportunity to learn something important wow. you know? so it definitely was um I did feel like I left very well equipped and there are a lot of like yeah my manager's mentoring someone at the moment and she mentioned as well how you know like there are a lot of artists starting out that aren't able to you know, they don't understand the world of music and how screwed up is and how mm. you need protection you need to understand things like um, royalties and publishing and mm. there's a lot of the lot within the music world which I, I feel lucky to enter knowing about mm. already there, you know there's a lot of young people going in a bit blind which you know which is when you know people get you know taken advantage of by yeah. managers or by you know whatever is yeah it's yeah a dark industry <laughs> yeah because we went to a drama school and like oh, cool. no shade but i left and i was like I what do i do yeah yeah <laughs> i can play <laughs> absolutely but like things yeah. like because now we are doing this and we have to like think about applying for funding and like yeah I don't know, GST, all that stuff. And I know we did talk about it, but it was like maybe one lecture just before we graduated. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's just interesting to me. And that's amazing that Massey has it set up like that. And the programs and the, all the stuff, you, what are you, the things you can use, like the studios and all that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I wish I'd taken the advantage of it more. I think in my second year, I, I was in the studios pretty much every day until like, you know, like 10 p.m. at night, just wow. recording or whatever. Yeah, it, it is really awesome space and I hope that the future of education is like that where you know you, yeah. even in high schools like learning things like taxes and like everything like come on <laughs> like, we should be learning we wouldn't have got overdrafts at uni if we knew <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you know, yeah I, I feel there's a lot of room in the education centre sector for you know like life skills that I think mm. we need to learn without having to figure it out ourselves yeah Which I have I... been finding um like releasing my own music mm. for the first time ever that uh, people were very willing to give me their knowledge and mm. time so good with yeah. like very little in return yeah <laughs> which is quite nice about uh, the New Zealand music industry that's something I didn't know yeah. um, 
especially because it is so like small and, <laughs> small and yeah, very yeah. like uh male centric yeah, and yeah. honestly I, I, i've been helped by a lot of women Great. which has been really amazing mm. how do you find it especially having especially in wellington having mm. it like a different sound being um like proudly queer mm. and trying to make space for yourself it's hard it's, it's exhausting like, <laughs> like like yeah it's cool yeah. though I, I think it's really exciting when you feel like i feel lucky to feel like i have something to say in that respect and that there isn't it fuels me to feel as though there could be someone you know i felt like when i was 14 i didn't have much to look up to in that sense especially mm. in new zealand music it's getting better like montalius is awesome mm. I think there are a few artists, you know, all like I feel like there's room for more queer artists to come through. Mm. And um yeah, I just hope that, you know, there's some kid out there that listens to it and feels inspired to be who they want to be. You yeah, know? I think totally. that, that fuels me quite a lot. I think the fact that you are like I listened to an interview you did with R and Z last <laughs> year or whatever. Yeah. Um and that interview was like heavily based around your queerness yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, fully yeah. Um, <laughs> which was like i guess it must be kind of weird to just mm. like that's what you're talking about well because it's not music but yeah. are they talking to 660 about like banging women yeah. i don't yeah. know <laughs> but listening to it i was yeah. like this is so cool to hear because mm. like as you said it's not a lot of people would have someone to look up to or yeah. um be listening to someone talk about it yeah. so like flippantly mm. um yeah it's cool it's fun i feel i was really actually grateful in that opportunity to talk about it because yeah i feel like it's something that's important to me and i don't often feel like i talk about it enough so when i get asked about questions like that it does it does hit home because it reminds me almost why i'm doing it you know Mm. yeah and that that is really nice feeling let people know that i'm gay i'm gay (laughs) 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 let's have like um asmr just yeah, <laughs> we'll track that. Like, like <laughs> that, you could put that into one of your songs. You hey, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Josie and the Pussycat. No writing credits from us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a writing session right now. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say before about like yeah. going into things blind and people getting screwed over. Like, mm. you have you been the one having to have conversations with co-writers and all that kind of thing? Like, do you have that conversation first? Like, well, when we write this, I'll. Mm take 50 or take 50 or like whatever yeah is it's that weird it's kind of strange it's still hitting me i guess because yeah. i've written it all myself in the past so i haven't yeah. had to worry about it um it's, it, it is really important to be clear i think when writing i think if you're working with people that do it a fair amount it's just there's like a standard you know amount that mm. they'll have you know like a standard percentage of like usually it's an even split in a room so if there's like us three then it would split mm-hmm. three ways no matter who the artist is but um, yeah it kind of depends as well like if you you can kind of argue it back being like this person didn't write as much Mm. so I feel as though it should be a difference but yeah it kind of depends and I think it's not talked about enough Mm. Um, there are really good educational places out there for that though as well that like the music commission run and um, yeah and New Zealand on air run as well Um, yeah so it's there's places for people to learn but it's obviously like you don't know about those things happening unless, you know, yeah. Yeah, mm. Facebook's listening and tells you to go to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to talk about um, yeah. your aesthetic.
feedback from yeah. where you started to... It's my favourite thing. Oh, gorgeous. Because <laughs> it seems Aesthetic like... is cool. Yeah, throughout your uh, releases and your uh, EPs and singles and whatever, mm. you've got a very clear aesthetic from the start mm. um, to the middle. So now you look uh, completely different to your last releases. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to work on that. The hair's not blonde. No. no. It, I thought yeah. it looks intentional, you know, like going mm. from your natural... Yeah, especially to blonde, and then it was all like very clean white mm. lines. Um, it's fun. Forest, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, it's fun playing around with that stuff. Like I, apart from the writing and recording, probably this like my second favorite thing would be um, creating visuals and aesthetics for things. It's really important to set the right vibe and tone for what you put out. And yeah, I mean, I just love collaborating, and I feel very honored to have worked with the people that I have and. Yeah, have had the opportunities to make the stuff that I'm visually made. Um, I do find that it's going to continue to drive me a lot more in my future stuff. So That's I'm so excited cool. for this new stuff. Do you? Are you like okay? Written the song. This is what I want it to look like. Do you, are you pretty? Yeah, definite. It takes a while. Oh. So um, it takes me a while to have like a catalogue of like the new sounds and then to figure out in my head um, where it kind of all fits. It does take a little while. Wow, um, that's yeah. kind of cool because it gives you time to adjust. Everything. Yeah, and like think and have other ideas that come into it. It's so exciting! I love like the visual stuff. It's oh really... my god, I can't wait! beaming. Can't say anything just yet. Yeah. <laughs> red hair. There is red hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Okay, well, this, I think, is a good place to ask you the question that we ask everyone. Hmm. Do you have a life of the party? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the new Rose Matafeo show, <gasps> Starstruck. Yes. How good yes, is it? Yes, it's so good. Fucking iconic. Okay, so Rose Matafeo and mm-hmm. Alice Sneddon wrote a show together, mm-hmm. and it's been filmed for the BBC. They filmed it, like, in the last year, so, like, yeah. during lockdown. Rose's character is, like, this... She's just a just a small town girl living <laughs> in a lonely, lonely world, <laughs> and she meets a famous actor and falls in love with him. And he mm-hmm. is one of the hottest men of all time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not really, but he's really he's up there. He's up yeah. There. yeah, and they like fall in love, but they don't. And oh, yeah. it's so good. It's so, so funny. Good. It's fucking good. She's incredible in that. Like I've never seen much of her. Like I obviously know of her, but I haven't seen much of what she's done. And. I was really blown away. I was like, wow, this is for free on TV on Z On Demand. Yeah. Get on it. Get know? on it. Yeah. And they're yeah. currently filming season two. They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got a second season. they got a second season. Oh, and there's a cameo by Minnie Driver. Iconic. Minnie Driver is iconic. Yeah. She is iconic. She's in Phantom of the Opera movies. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is incredible. Like, it is. I genuinely laughed out loud so many times. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine Rose Sneddon? I mean, Rose Sneddon. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Sneddon being like, we're getting Minnie Driver. I don't know how. I don't know why. But we, we need her. <laughs> yes, I can. Alice okay. Sneddon is on like my top 10 has to come on this podcast. Oh, list. she's on the list. She is on the list. She's been on the list since the beginning. Yeah. yeah, she can bring many if she wants. <laughs> she can bring <laughs> many, and of course we want Rose as well. But she like, it just seems harder Rose. to get for some reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so cool to see a Kiwi killing it. Like, yeah, in London. Ah, oh, 
It just felt really good to watch. And I also love that her she's like a got a regular body. She's like wearing amazing outfits, yeah. and it was like, oh, it's so truthful. Way. It feels truthful as yeah, it's so cool. I want yeah. I oh, it's so good. Fleabag. It reminds me of I hate yes. to say it. Sorry, it kind of reminds me of Fleabag, but like in a really it's good It's not way. it's yeah. not as down buzz as no. Fleabag at all. It's more playful, eh? Yeah, yeah but it's so good. We had we needed to talk about this. Good. It was like one of those shows where you're like, this is the last episode and I can't press play yet. Like, I'm not ready. If you're in the right mindset, like, I need to have a shower, I need to, like, yeah. chill, I need to have a cup of tea, and, yeah. like, maybe, like, a block of, like, coconut chocolate, or whatever yes. you're vibing. Whittakers? Yeah, 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 it's so yeah. good. Maybe a wee brownie. Oh, yes. At the bakehouse. Hey, you feel the time. So, shout out. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Sponsored by. <laughs> the Bakehouse. If you know, so you know. Good. Yeah, if you know, you know. If you know about the freeze-dried raspberries oh on top, God. you know. Iconic. My boo, my boo. Oh, so good. Okay, well, I hate to bring the mood down, but do Just you have like a... <laughs> Do you have a peak too soon? Um. Okay, hot topic. Something that's like a bit me. What is up with um, DMB? <laughs> hot topic. Hot topic. A <laughs> that is huge. That's huge. But... Huge news. Do you know? Okay, so I saw this thing on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know if it was true or not, but it yeah. was like eighty percent of the gigs yeah. that played in New Zealand over the summer were drum and bass gigs, and there was a drum and bass performer who had to, who was like. Offer getting offered six gigs in one night to play what? drum and bass. Who? Where's the demand for <laughs> six gigs of DMV? How? You're local? Yeah. They love two, it. In, two in Timaru, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Doing like two <laughs> separate bars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that fact. I've lived it. I've How many is in Waikanae? One in Waikanae, for sure. One in for sure, okay. <laughs> There is enough drum and bass lovers to go around. Yeah. But also, what is... But, like... Who are drum and bass? Like, are L&B... L&B? L-A-B. They're not drum and bass. <laughs> okay. They're not. Drum and bass is Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, I like Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. She is good. I think she's elevated drum and bass. Though. Yeah. Shapeshifter? Like, are they drum and bass? No. I would say that people think they are, though. I... If they're on a, like, drum and bass lineup, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what about drum and bass is, like, peaking too soon for you? Just the concept? Uh, just the concept. Like, yeah. how mad people go. It's definitely, like, a party pills thing. Like, if you... If yeah. You're, like, it is. And I get it. I get it. We've all been there. But, like, people listen to it sober. I, I don't understand. No, I've been on a date yes. where, where guys listen to... DMB just like walking to work. And a I'm gay like, man. How? Yeah. I'm like, how? What? Name and shame. Who <laughs> 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 Who was he? Cancelled. <laughs> I just, yeah, I mean, sober. I mean, it's intense. No, like, that is just not walking, okay. Like, you know, you see like a like someone walking down the street with headphones on, you wouldn't think they're listening to DMB. Hold up. Sober. So you're on this day and they've got <laughs> yeah, earbuds yeah. in, I assume. And what they pull one out, and it's a really cute moment. Like, do you want to listen to what I'm listening to? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> the moonlight shining, like the vibe is there. And then it's like, oh, oh, ow. Oh, yeah, ow. <laughs> He's like, it only hurts the first time. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> that is shocking. Mm-hmm. Big T. Big 
Yeah, you know, there's big huge money There and is. And do you know what? It's easy to tour drum and bass artists because they're just them. Just And them. when you go through your drum and bass phase, <laughs> when I do, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one pulls us out. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to literally contact us and be like, we remember when you asked me if I didn't want to talk about anything? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. In retrospect, that was it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it also just. Like, the thought of being at a drum and bass gig, it's the people, it's the crowd, that, yeah. The, We've been to a few. You. Who are you listening to? Like, if it's not drum and bass, then what? <laughs> <laughs> Sober. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, do it. There we go. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Are you a Swifty? Hot ta- also hot are we doing too many hot takes here? no that's um, great I'm here for her I appreciate her as as a 15 year old I was I was at one or two concerts <gasps> speak now speak now tour yeah oh, we were at the speak now tour yeah. you know how she like flew over to the like backstage and there was that tiny little tree <laughs> we were, were you there we were, were, right you there? were you like <laughs> yeah we were tree people <laughs> Miss Taylor Miss yeah. Taylor yeah. she looked at me I swear <laughs> <laughs> we had this friend with us who oh, God. shout out to you, Shay. <laughs> she literally <laughs> so was like crying mm. like uncontrollably she couldn't even look at Taylor Swift while Taylor Swift was in front yeah. of her and she because she loved her so much it was madness jason was like turn around you're just looking at us <laughs> and telling us oh my god i can't believe she's real oh <laughs> it's crazy so the fans in- are hardcore i'm not I, no comment it's the fans are hardcore no i i they will get yeah no like i appreciate everything she's done <laughs> for the industry <laughs> for the industry for female artists um, Okay, okay, who else are you listening to? Um, then, if you're not listening to DMV or Dallas, yeah, I'm pretty sure like three quarters of who is listening before is now just cut off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we already did the sponsored ad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bring them back. Um, I love Omar Apollo. Um, he is. American dude, he's like, and I swear to God, he's never openly said that, but I'm pretty sure he's queer. Okay. Just in his music, mm-hmm. you listen to it, and you're like, Richard he Bennett. says him, you know, like he uses mm-hmm. the, the pronouns. And he's really good, like, he's been inspiring me a lot in, like, narrative writing about, like, kind of talking about your surroundings, and, like, mm. I found that really refreshing to hear. I didn't, in- it's like um, Amy Winehouse was to me, or, like, Georgia Smith, like, I didn't instantly love it, but... I grew to love it in like a really nice way. Wow, yeah. you didn't instantly love Amy Winehouse. It's <laughs> shocking. That's shocking. <laughs> big tea. Big hot tea. take, hot <laughs> take. Um, your writing process, <laughs> like, how did, what, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Yeah, <laughs> no, because like, Life you start, hack. You start, yeah. <laughs> Do I get you, songwriting like credits for everything you yeah, write now? Yeah. You don't want the <laughs> songs I write. They're usually like jingles or just me being angry but singing it. <laughs> I mean, then, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would say I literally just pick up at it. Like, probably at the moment, it's being guitar. I can't play oh. guitar for shit. Oh. Um, but just it kind of to sound that boring, it just kind of comes out. 
<laughs> yeah, that's good. But like, yeah, just like I think I find like the right like tone I want in the chords you make, and then from there you kind of just stumble around like a few words of like how you're feeling, and I find it very like emotionally outpouring, and that's why I write is because I like enjoy um, the self expression of it and just like the release of it, um, kind of saying stuff that you may have wanted to say but never said. Mm. Yeah, so um, often I just kind of pick it up and stumble around a couple of melody ideas and if something like sticks then I just keep going off of that and then I'm working around yeah the chords around it and stuff that's so cool so when you're working when you're going into a recording studio with Mm. uh like other lyricists or writers and producers Mm. do you come with that and then people like keep going with it it? yeah Yeah. often so I'll I'll come in I say often it's only happened a few times that I've started co-writing but um, yeah, come in with like ideas. So I think it's good for them to feel the vibe of what to bounce off and feel the tone of what to mm. bounce off. So it happened um, with the first writing session I did, and I brought in an idea, and um, it was working with Levine and um, Harry Charles, who's a really awesome upcoming producer. And yeah, it happened. We ended up making a really, really sad, um, <laughs> beautiful track, though, and I'm really excited to release that one. And yeah, it just happened where I just kind of came with this idea of um oh my love you i took you for granted and just like yeah and then built off that and yeah it's cool to bring in an idea and kind of stir this steer the session that way if you were so used to writing lyrics Mm. alone completely alone how do you find having someone else's words put in your mouth it's so exposing talking about it but it is quite it's quite overwhelming i think to to, I think especially with melodies, when you're writing them, often in the session, the producer's like, okay, let's record that right now, even though you've just written it. And so you're being like, you're like, okay, let's sing it now. And then you sing it, but you're still getting a hang of the melody. You're still getting a hang of like even yeah. the words. So usually I'm so used to writing it myself that writing it with someone and then having to record it straight away is quite intense. But mm-hmm. then listening back recently, I've been like, oh, actually, I really like these ideas. Oh, yeah. it's having trust, I it guess. It is having eh? a lot of trust. Yeah. And yeah. being like, okay, well, he kind of knows, I guess, what he's doing, so I'll just record this and, like, hopefully it will be okay. Exactly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you've made a drum and bass track. And you're <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> Then you're touring alongside Alison Wonderland. <laughs> hey, that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently she lives in Wellington now. She's really cool. Sources are saying. I hope she comes by um, my houseboat job. Oh, sorry. Nowhere, nowhere. Nowhere. Bank house. Yeah, the bank house. She will, she will. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we say the mantra? We shall. Okay. There's a mantra. Okay. Just excuse us for a minute. (laughs) 2001 to 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. So this is our favorite part of the podcast <laughs> where we believe that 2001 to 2008 was the most iconic time in music so true. and we want to celebrate it and i was saying before we started that we like started working today and someone was like let's put on some music i was like oh should i just put on 2001 <laughs> to 2008 and it played all day and usually it gets changed i've seen the playlist and i can confirm it slaps it does slap it fucking hits. don't forget you can find it through our link tree 
The link in our bio. Do you know? Okay, sorry. Before you, yes. even, before you even think about saying your song, adding mm-hmm. love story. I, to yes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole speak now live album tour. Oh my god! Don't oh, joke like that. <laughs> I just realized today that Linktree yeah. is like L I N K T R dot E E. Spells Linktree. <laughs> okay. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, yeah well done. Because I couldn't remember like my link tree, and then I was like, "How am I supposed to ever remember this? Why is it dot ee? That's so crazy." You just say go to my bio. Yeah, I know, but like sometimes you want to. <laughs> yeah, sometimes out. you're messaging your group, your friends who are over forty, and they do not have Spotify. <laughs> Or anything else, and you trying to send your link tree, and I'm like, what's the copy you can pasting? I just wanted to reply, like, how many over 30s does it take to try and listen <laughs> to one song online? I discovered that you can still buy songs on iTunes. Yeah, which it's is crazy. cool. It's crazy. Is there a difference between Apple Music and iTunes? I think so. Uh, I think the idea is that yeah. it's like Apple Music is streaming, right? And then yes. iTunes, you just buy it one off. Yes. You can support the artist by buying it. Because yesterday, I hit like a random button on my phone, and Adele, a million years ago from her 23 album, 23? 25. <laughs> that was a missing album. <laughs> and an album came up. It just started playing on my phone, but it's because I bought it yeah, like because three years ago. Adele put that out, you could only buy it. There was no streaming wow. available. It was only available to purchase. You had to buy the whole thing. That's lucky oh, yeah. for her. Yeah. yeah. Works for some. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, who yeah, have the power to be like, well, I have to hear Adele's album, so I have to buy I it. I remember exactly where I was. Where were you? At work, and I was crying. We've all been there. Anyway, (laughs) Bakehouse does not pay living wage. (laughs) Jack Panther, what song are you going to add to our playlist? I think I might have to say probably one of I. I think this is probably one of the most iconic Lily Allen songs. Oh, not fair. And I think you really mean. It's just so beautifully sassy. It's so good. I had a moment today where I was mm. thinking, God, if someone asked me what my favorite like top ten females mm. were of all time, I think I would have to include Lily Allen. She genuinely, yeah. she, her music has aged. Oh, well, I, I think lyrically she's aged very well. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. she's such a cool artist. We um, saw her in Sydney, and I still say it was one of my favourite concerts I've ever been to. Yeah. yeah. What was the second album called? Well, not the second album. No, the Jesus. one we saw. We it's Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Such a good Jesus album. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think that album hasn't aged that well, but no, yeah. <laughs> it's not. Is it? It's not me or something. It's not. What's the uh, album? It's not. Next it's not, year. yeah. That's what. It's a good album. Yeah. yeah. Not fair. Fucking iconic. With the, the cowboy hats mm. and like the rodeo. Mm. Yes. Vibe. Vibe. So good. That's what Thank I want. you. What I meant to say, the whole point of me telling you that I put the playlist on at work was like every mm. second song was a New Zealand song. And I was like, this is amazing. That's cool. Yeah. And. One day we'll do a 2021 to 2030 <laughs> playlist. Welcome. So you're about to move to Auckland. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? I feel like I'm going through so many breakups right now. 
With uh, men? Oh, <laughs> with men exclusively. Um, with like coworkers and flatmates and friends. I mean, like this has been Wellington has been like my home. You know, like when you first move out of home and you like mm. discover yourself and um, yeah. I mean, you have a lot of life in six years, you know, and so. Yeah. I think, like, taking that away and, like, moving is going to be really hard, but it's also something I've wanted for a while and the right reason. So it's all working out, and I feel like I'm, you know, yeah, keep going in a good way. Are you going to move in with, like, your family when you go back? Yeah. um, I'll stay for a little bit and then not unpack. um, (laughs) Yeah, and then um, until I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable, and then I'll find a flat. Whoa. You might end up living in a flat with, like, other musicians, like heaps of them, will all live together, right? They do. I don't yeah. know how they, <laughs> they probably don't. No, yeah, <laughs> they probably don't. Until the landlord's like, you got to leave. Evicted. Yeah. <laughs> like, they hop to another flat. Yeah. yeah. yeah if you get evicted, do you have to like pay the rent back? Surely they could take you for. Who I knows? Know you could know. try it out. You guys try it first. Yeah, we'll try it. We'll let you know how it goes. We're like, hey, Jack, we're moving to Auckland. <laughs> no reason. Yeah. It's no your... eviction notices. <laughs> Have you moved out of home yet? Because we need to move in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got so space. Good. So when do you think, do you have like a ballpark of when this new project might be out? Um, I, I mean, this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice. I hope so. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like moving pretty quickly, which is really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when I'm up in Auckland, I don't have to worry about, like, traveling back and forth to do sessions every month or so mm. that I can, like, be there and finish off the ones we've done. And I genuinely think these are some of the best tracks I've done. I'm really, really proud of them. And they all hit in a little place in my heart, you know, which is really mm. nice. Um, so, yeah, it's a weird time feeling like I'm getting older and moving and you know all that stuff and yeah so yeah i'm excited <laughs> to get this studio and write it all out yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah moving yeah. to auckland could like change the course of your project yeah you know things could happen and you're like yeah if there's a track called like got on a plane yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, no. we're starting that tonight shall yeah. we? <laughs> so where can people find you so that mm. they can check you out um, listen to your old stuff mm. and get ready for the new stuff. Yeah. So I relatively active on my Insta sometimes, um, and then Facebook as well. Um, I have a secret old EP on my Bandcamp, which I wrote and produced, um, and I had guest vocalists on it. Um, I sang on one track. It was before I was an artist myself, and that was like a written produced album um that's on Bandcamp for retrospect um yeah and I was really proud of that one as like a you know starting off at 15 16 and then that continued till I was like 19 so it took ages to make but um I made it myself and that was a real milestone for me to mix and produce it and stuff um yeah and then kind of everywhere else for my current music and um yeah going forward Everywhere else as well. Go to the link tree. L I It's such a great little app, honestly. Serves you well. Serves us well. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming to joining us. 
to come. Thank you for coming to join us. <laughs> Thank you for coming to join us. No, we don't edit anything unless it's like there's one time we've only re- re-recorded something once, and it turned out to be one of the best episodes. Yeah, yeah. But it was just us, so you know. But thank you for coming to join us. A pleasure. We... Like, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. I've had one can of pals and you know. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Happy Friday. Get on yeah. my feet. No. That's oh, <laughs> so... <laughs> so boring. Okay. <laughs> thank you for coming to join us. We have loved getting to know you. Oh, Your music is you. really amazing. Super special. It's interesting to listen to and we are forever big cat people (laughs) everybody happy new zealand music month yeah now and forever follow jack at jack panther music is that right yeah yeah um at kick ons pod rate review subscribe (laughs) (laughs) Bye. bye